The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hello? Hello, hello. Which one am I? Uh, the you're bottom? The, you're the bottom. Okay. Which isn't true in our relationship, but it's true for right now. <laughs> Are we recording? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can cut that if you want. <laughs> no, no. Okay. That's accurate. Uh, welcome to Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of here. I am here today with my girls. I have my gorgeous girlfriend and her little tiny dog, who's now also, I'm going to say she's mine as well, a little bit. Yeah, I think you've earned that position at this point. The amount of poop I've picked up, (laughs) food I've fed. You take her out every morning. I do. So I feel like that's, like, that's definitely your... Yeah, she's mine now. (laughs) I got her. Half the ownership of this dog. It took very minimal effort. Uh, say hi, baby. Hi. This her name is Abby. If you didn't, my name know. is Abby. If you're not watching this, or girlfriend, if you were like a oh an OG, an OG to the this relationship. Well, how long did it, was it? Did it take to release your name? Six months. Um. Yeah, because we didn't think Hawaii. so. Yeah, yeah, that was for my birthday. Yeah. yeah. So we started dating, and then I slyly let the internet know. And then six months. I, but I didn't show your face. Oh, no, no. We didn't show your face for six months. But then we didn't no, release your really? name for like a year. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when we decided to go to Europe, you're like. That's exactly right. Hey, people can know my name. Wow. We, you were my girlfriend for over a year. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. And then like, I remember. When was that? I, I just like came up to you and I was like. Um, I don't want to be just girlfriend anymore. I want to be a person. <laughs> I was like, all right. I was doing it for you. Like at first, it was just like, hey, let's like take it easy. No, it was a good buffer in the beginning. I think I need. We both needed that. I needed that. The internet's a lot, but yeah, it's when we decided to go to Europe, and I was gonna vlog every single yeah. day while it was just you and I in Europe. Yeah, it was getting hard to hold your name, especially when we brought in all of your friends, and they all had to have nicknames. It just got to be too much work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lazy. So anyway. Um, Abby has been on the podcast before. Uh, you guys love her as you should, because I love her as well. She's perfect. Um, oh, stop. No. And but keep going. <laughs> been two years. I haven't stopped overly complimenting you. Oh my gosh, you. it has been two years. Yeah. It does I, not feel like it's been two years. It feels like it's been... Just because with me, it's just bliss. It's, it feels like a lifetime and not enough time all at the same time. Let's keep going. I was, okay. I was playing with your dog's eyeball, and then now you grab my hand. All right, we've done many a podcast about us, and today we want to focus on you guys. So uh, I asked you guys to ask us for advice. I did put the disclaimer, we don't know the perfect answer to tell you how to come out to your homophobic parents. I feel like that's always the advice people ask for. We don't know. Something that intense, there is no one answer or one size fits all. So I can't help you with that, especially since my experience coming out was so easy. 
it was kind of like the perfect way to do it where no one cared. And everyone was like, yeah, that makes sense. So we're going to try and focus on other questions. These are just random things. Some are intense. Some aren't. Oh, have you seen this? Hold on. It, the tortilla fold. Sorry, I was screenshotting like cheeseburger. Things. Yeah, you, you fold it with a, like a crunch wrap. Yeah, I guess. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that before. Okay. Not that one, but I've seen the uh, other ones where they do it like a Chick-fil-A one. Yeah, I'm doing that for Tuesday's video. Mm. Anyway, here are your questions slash needs for advice. Does scissoring even work? <laughs> yes. I mean, depends on the person, but, yeah, but I would say substantially so. I think you said this the other day. You're like, some people who don't know anything about lesbians just think like the first time you have sex you just straight up scissor i think that's what most straight men think i think that's what they fantasize about however i think that's they that's all we can do in their minds yeah they have no idea because foreplay doesn't exist in their no mind. foreplay do not use a vibrator oh my gosh that's what men think they think right. it's an evil thing that's going to overpower and take over their position in the world yeah, you need to use it as a friend, not a foe. I feel like we've had this conversation we on have. the podcast before. Anyways, moving on to that. <laughs> Scissoring does work if you do it right. And, and both that's the type of stimulation that you like. Yeah, both partners. Like, no, you guys, some people don't like it. I've heard people say they don't really like it because there's, you're not, you're kind of like not around the person's face. Yeah. So like, there's not much of like an intimacy connection as much. Like, yes. You can't really kiss and stuff, but. Yeah, you're far away. It feels really good. So it does work if, you, if you're into that. Yeah. But that's not the go-to for like every time a lesbian has sex or two women have sex. That the scissoring not, is not the go-to move. No, I think that takes a little bit of uh, getting to know someone because it's not like a, a very attractive no, looking. No, it's a very weird looking. It's not an attractive looking position. That's a lights off position, in lights my opinion. Off, been, been, you know, sleeping together for a little bit. Try well, something new, sort of. So one person's got to be a little flexible, I think. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I stretch? <laughs> All right. Um, my girlfriend is moving in after coming out to conservative parents. Advice on merging lives. Oh. You're going to have to compromise. And I, th I think. Wait, what do they mean by merging lives? Like, like their, their, their girlfriend is moving in. Like, I think this is the first time she's living with someone. Okay. And she's like, my girlfriend's moving in. How would we seamlessly go about this? Right. I think if they're moving into your space, it is no longer your space. You have to treat it as like a shared space. Yeah. And I, I, I will stand by, follow the cleaning rules of the cleanest person in the house. Oh, that's good. I, yeah. I've never had a, I never struggled with like cleaning situations because I feel like I'm a pretty clean person. Yeah. I followed your lead and I, yeah, <laughs> and it went pretty seamlessly, didn't it? I typically gravitate towards people that aren't slobs. Well, she doesn't know the true me. <laughs> You're not a slob. <laughs> I'm not a slob, but I definitely leave stuff out. You're like chaotically organized. Yes. Thank you. Where you, things are, don't look very organized to the naked eye, Yes, but in your brain, it's very organized. Like. And also you have me. I feel like I'm, I have, I remember where certain things are. I remember where your stuff is and you remember where my stuff is. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've heard, babe, do you know where my so-and-so, oh. whatever it is. And I'm like, over there. Or I go, do you know where I found it? I, like, I, yeah. I, I have a thing where I don't mind asking for help ever. So before actually looking, I'll ask other people before I look. 
where it is. <laughs> and then it just, I'm, while I'm looking and I find it immediately. But yeah, advice for moving in. I think um, definitely just, it's no longer your space. It is a shared space immediately. So don't be like, well, that's not how I do it. You can like, so if someone's putting the dishes in the dishwasher a different way than you, don't tell them they're wrong immediately. Yeah, we've had things like that. Where it's like, oh, us. yeah, you're like, why do you do this? And it's like, oh, because of this. And you're like, oh, that makes sense. It's really important not to make someone feel stupid. Correct. And there yeah, are- if that's, you, you can't have that be your intention of making them feel like your way is right and their way is wrong. There are multiple ways to do pretty much everything in life. So just because yeah. someone's not doing it your way doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just not how you would do it. And there's like so many things when you, when you start living with someone that you don't realize can be done a different way. And like, yes, like how you fold towels. You fold sweatshirts like no one I've ever seen before. <laughs> and now that's how I fold sweatshirts. Or like even the way you fold your socks. A ball it, There's just all kinds of little. Well, I know I, I put mine all in a little ball. And you just put yours inside the other one. Like, oh, yeah. Flat. I just go. I just fold it in so yeah. that they're combined. I like to roll mine all up into like a little ball. And yours are just like tucked inside the other like a slipper. And for neither a sock. is wrong. No. Yeah, I know. But I, yeah. I, I had no idea that there could be very specific <laughs> ways to, to do that. And she's not going to get upset with me if that's how I do it. If I'm doing the laundry and I'm not going to get upset with her if she's doing the laundry. If it gets done, it gets done. So it doesn't matter. So are we answering your question at all? Yeah, Probably we are. Not. What's they ask for advice? Compromise. Compromise. That's but just said. know that just because someone does something differently doesn't mean it's wrong. Right. Um, don't make them feel stupid. If you're trying to figure out why they do it, just ask instead of, you know, like tell them it's wrong. Your space is a shared space. It's mm-hmm. no longer yours. And follow the lead of the cleanest person. That's a really good one. I never thought of that. Yeah, that's really what I've like always that. done. And it, it works out well. I, but what if you think you're really clean and... The, uh, if the other person you is genuinely think you're really clean but you're not well <laughs> no if the other person's like hey if the other person's kind of hinting that you're not as clean you're not as clean right, right you right, could right, be right. A cl- i am a clean person like yeah my space is usually like it's a chaotic mess it's never gross that's the thing i no. don't have dirty dishes out i don't like things aren't gross i think there's a messy. difference between disorganized and yes. like m- messy yes like dirty yeah um, oh, also, if the, you have space in your house to have separate spaces, I highly suggest it. Oh, like having your own, like your own individual office. space. You have your yeah. shared space, like the bedroom, mm-hmm. living room, the yeah. kitchen. But then you have your own, like you have your office. I have my meditation room. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that's really important. And depending on the type of people you are, if you both need to be cling- clung to each other at all times, cool. If one of you needs a little more space than the other, find out when to give that space. And like, don't necessarily make them ask for it. Like mm. we have special, we have, se- not specials. We have separate times in the mornings. We have separate times mm-hmm. and that works. Yeah. And I think that it works really well for, yeah. Yeah. And so we have our own, we have our own spaces in the house. Because our we own spend spaces so in time. much time together and because you work from home and I'm home, then yeah. we're both home all the time. So we have to find out ways to have not our own be together individual <laughs> moment of the day times. Yeah. <laughs> But you, I mean, yeah. when you're working, you're, you're here in the office and yeah. stuff. So. so compromise, that's pretty much it. And then follow the lead of someone that is better. <laughs> and patience. A lot of patience, open communication. Patience with yourself. Patience with the other, for the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah. knowing that you're not going to have all the answers right away. And if something's uncomfortable, like, 
I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of people that get are hard on them on themselves about things. Oh yeah, and maybe they don't want to speak up about it. So I think it's just important to just have grace for yourself and compromise. Yeah, and therapy, and compromise, therapy. Oh, therapy is really good. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. We're a huge proponent for therapy. Um. Okay. And this next person, I don't know if they're for real or not, but I'm not going to judge you if you are being for real. I just thought maybe we should just say this for all who are wondering. What slash where is the clit? Uh, <laughs> that's not what I was expecting at all. <laughs> um, like anatomically? Ooh. No, wait, is that the word? Ana- anatomic? Ana- anatomy? You could say any word right now and I would believe you that you were correct. <laughs> anatomy? So anatomy? Yeah, but like, yeah. Anatomy, but when you're saying it like anatomically, anatomically, I think is the word. I'm gonna go with that. I don't know words. That's like scientifically, like posterior, inferior, superior, posterior. Yeah, like uh, posterior is below. You, if you're asking me, <laughs> you're wrong. I took one <laughs> anatomy course in high school, and I did have to cheat my way through it. So I did not take an anatomy course ever. My it mom signed me me- out of health. It was a lot of memorization of the body. I don't know. That. Anyways, the clitoris. The clitoris. That I know that word. <laughs> that is sounds like a dinosaur. Oh, it does. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just thinking of it screaming when you touch it wrong. <laughs> okay. Uh, the clit is a magic little button that is on the outside. Of what did you call it? the vagina? The top, <laughs> the top, outside. So right above your pee hole, above your pee hole. So it's between. It's like, and it has a little hood, like right on top of it. And got open it up, <laughs> but it's really no. Well, with yeah, depends on the person because it. I read somewhere, and I believe this is true. Was it? Did you actually just watch a TikTok video? Are you pulling an Emily, or did you actually read it? I think I read it, maybe on BuzzFeed, which doesn't well, mean it's accurate. No, you're um, an educated woman. I think it was like Uberfax, which we we trust Uberfax. I trust Uberfax. I um, like that's them. an Instagram page. But the the clitoris has more nerve endings in it than a penis. Yes, I think everyone knows that. Yeah, that's why the penis can like rub up against stuff, and the clit's hidden. Right, right, it's right. Tucked away like a little pot of gold. Yeah, super sensitive. So I I I would ask the person before you decide to just. Oh, always ask if how the pressure they want. Yeah. yeah. And like do you, gentle, rough. There's different things. You need to know. Everybody is different. Um, but yeah, it's like a little button. Like if you go down there and you like start spreading stuff apart, it's the first little button you'll find. Yeah. I feel like the most important, like if you're curious, the best way to figure it out is to explore on yourself. Uh, completely. Ex- Get I've a said mirror. This a million t- yes. Get a mirror. Get one of those little hand mirrors and just put it right here. And I would get, yeah, just spread it around. See what's up. It's not, nothing bad's going to happen also, if you, you do that. you can just Google things. Like, don't, maybe not pictures. I don't know what's no, going to happen you, there. But yeah. you can Google, like. You might get scarred. The names of things. So you're aware of, oh, that is this and this is that. And listen, there's nothing. <sighs> nothing's going to go reminded me of something that's really frustrating to me. What? Tell me. Well, sex education, first of all. Duh. In public schools. Yes. But how... Like in sex ed, I I was homeschooled, so I didn't get any of this. But what I've heard is in sex ed, which is what, in like middle school? Um, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I was homeschooled as well, babe. 
Oh yeah. Well, I in high school, went to, I went to high school. Oh, well, I think they do it in like middle school, like what, seventh what grade. Middle, oh, that's junior high to me. Junior high. Junior I went high? to a private Christian school for seventh grade, so they I don't did teach not you learn. anything about the vagina. No, they don't teach you anything about proper, like proper sex, safe sex, STIs. No, they don't teach you any of this. They don't teach you anything about birth control. No. They teach you how to put a condom on a penis. And they teach you what a penis is and that you should stay away from it. And yeah, I think that's should. all bullshit. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, for me, yeah, and for you. But for a yeah, lot of other no. people, no. The abstinence. They, they very much preach abstinence instead of no one is actually, like, there's very few teens and or older that are going to abstain from sex. So why don't we just teach them the correct they way? They don't even, but they don't even... They don't even educate abstinence or what did you say? Promote abstinence. Yeah. They, it's just an, a lack of knowledge. Yeah. Like people who want to not have sex before marriage will not, or like will wait to have whatever. They want to yeah. wait. They want to practice abstinence. They will do that. However, you have to know the other alternative and ed- be educated in that. And instead they just completely... I think the lack of education is why people, you know, make mistakes and, yeah. and are I, doing dangerous things. I, in, I remember in high school, it wasn't until the end of the senior year that anyone in my friend group knew anything about the clit. And I, most of my friends were having sex sophomore or junior year. And no one mentioned the clit. Every guy I knew was just talking about like fingering, like, like going inside and trying to find right. a G spot in there. No Good one, luck. Good, yeah. You should start with the basics before you start reaching for the well, stars there, buddy. Well, that's what they thought the basics were. They had no idea that the clit was gold. That no one knew what the clit was. And I so, think that's, that's, that's also has something to do with sex, uh, sex education and porn. Porn. Yeah. Because the girls weren't watching porn. The boys were. And so, like. Yeah. The, not because. Yeah, I don't know. That's just what it was. Yeah. And no one. Because girls aren't allowed to masturbate. Well, they are. But yes, that's what the thing was, is like, I, I don't know. And so I just like, as I got older, I was like, wow, everyone was having sex and no one knew what they were doing. Yeah. No one knew what they were doing. And like, no wonder the girls like didn't really like it. They weren't getting anything from it. Correct. It was just for the boys. And then as the boys got older, they're like, wait, you actually want me to do something that I have to get you off too. This is ridiculous. I have to make you feel good. This doesn't seem right. This yeah. is too much work. Because they grew up their teenage lives not having to do anything. This is all generalization, by the way. Oh, for sure. Obviously, we're not saying that all men and all women are like this. <laughs> I feel like I have to set a disclaimer for those of you out there that get very sensitive about the topic. <sighs> this is Rachel Uncensored. Oh, yeah. This, people don't expect much from me here. <laughs> all right. But before we move on to the next piece of advice, let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor. Sponsor. Skims. Skims is our sponsor for today. Everyone knows that finding a perfect t-shirt can be a challenge. Whether it's too big, too small, the fit is weirdly cut, or the quality is severely lacking. Luckily, I found the perfect t-shirt and it's at Skims. They have crop silhouettes for them femmes to long sleeves layering tees and there's styles for everyone. I've been wearing Skims for over a year now and I absolutely love the quality of everything I've gotten. It's silky smooth, it fits well, and my girlfriend always steals them from me. I absolutely love the cotton jersey t-shirt they sent me. It fits like an absolute dream. I wear it all the time. And my girlfriend stole the Skims soft smoothing t-shirt because it's extremely flattering and she can wear it on casual errands or 
when she wants to dress up for the night. If you want to try them out, then shop Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that I sent you, that Rachel Uncensored sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. All right. This is not sex Can you hear when I swallow? Uh, probably, but Emily cuts it out. Sorry, um, she doesn't care. I'm She's not swallowing a lot. She doesn't get turned off by those things. I'm nervous. Oh. Don't be nervous, baby. Doing great. I'm not nervous. I'm just I my you know public speak. This feels like public speaking to me. No one's no one's here. It's just you, me, Snoop, and the little one. These are oh dogs and of the thousands day. Thousands of others. We have dogs watching. of the day. We have little one, and we have Snoop over there. Blaze is roaming free in the house. Yippish. Hi, Noob. You want to make a cameo? No. He wants to lay in that sunbeam. You see how I position that dog bed right in the sunbeam? That's, that was very kind of you. I love my dogs. All <laughs> right. Um, I would do the same for you, babe, if you loved a sunbeam. Thank you. I do love a sunbeam every once in a while. Our house doesn't do a lot of sunbeams. No. We have a lot of light. Yes. But we don't have a lot of sunlight coming in, if that makes sense. Like beams of light. We have, like, it is bright. Yeah. But there's no beams happening. So we have a lot of windows and doors. And Next house. I want a better view. I want a swimming pool and a hot tub. And I need some beams of light coming in. Can you like, write all that down? Seven things. Can you go find it for me? I hold, held up this many fingers and said seven. <laughs> so. <laughs> all right. Speaking of moving. Uh, wow. What a segue. I'm amazing. How do you know when you're you ready are. to. <laughs> what? I said you are. Oh, thank you. Okay. How do you know when you're ready to move out? When do you make the leap? Um, I moved out right after high school when I started college. But I guess if you're not good, because that's usually just like kind of what it is. But if you're, if you're not going to college, genuinely, I would say as soon as possible. Uh, yeah, I would say don't rush it. I, for me, I, I believe that when opportunities arise that Take is the, that is the uh, that's the moment to kind of make a decision um maybe maybe not everyone has opportunities but i say find me, like make opportunities yeah i mean i wouldn't say a specific age i feel like that's putting people in boxes and judging but no but i'm you saying you could be at, you could be 18 and be ready to move out you could be 28 and be ready to move out I'd say depending if, on the circumstances. Yeah. If you are able bodied and have a good job, I feel like 28 is if you're still living with your parents at 28, unless you're like taking care of them or something, but like they're good, you're good, you physically are totally able to live on your own. I think you're hindering yourself if oh, you're yeah. still living with your parents at 28. Yeah. If there's like a fear there of like being on your own. Cause I mean, yeah. that. That is a realistic fear. That's a valid fear, but we all have to deal with that fear. That's like a part of life. Yeah. So 
I think you learn. And, and if you if you just don't want to have to pay rent, that <laughs> um, you got to get the fuck out. I very much think that living on your own will teach you more about life and will grow you as a human. Like, yeah. So you're I feel like you're stunting your growth. So if you're like, it's out of high school, you're not going to college. You you have a job and you're just saving up money for a few years. That's fine. And right. you're still going and out you have and a doing plan. stuff. Yeah. You have like a, a trajectory for, you know, I, I think that's really mature, actually. To be like, you know, I'm going to save up some money. Yeah. I'm going to take a little bit of time, not feel pressured by society or friends or family. I'm just yeah. going to like do what I know is best for me. Yeah. That's a really mature move. Yeah. But you could also move out too early because you're like, you know, with you have no money. And I don't know. I feel like if you have a friend who's looking for a roommate, I just feel like go for it. I know some people who like, they don't their their parent they live with like just like one parent or whatever and like they're just best friends and the parent doesn't care and it's like give your own special whatever but i feel like you got to get out to grow yeah yeah there's so many different circumstances where um you know maybe it doesn't always apply but definitely if you have like the ability if you have the ability to and you're just you're your own worst enemy you're holding yourself back just make the leap just just do it literally just do it and if like listen go get a six-month lease somewhere or go move in with a friend it's a year of your life if you hate it you move back yeah yeah also you always as long as you have like a a still healthy relationship with whoever you were living with like your parents or whoever whatever family member you were living with before that you can that's kind of like your safety net go out and explore and if you really hate or something bad happens you always have that to go back to if you need that's why i don't when people i don't get when people won't make those i don't even think it's a leap it's just a step and if it doesn't work step back it's not that hard like the only thing that's gonna get hurt is your ego so you're risking like a little bruise on your ego if it doesn't work out and that's it like you might as well try because you could benefit so much more yeah i i think that like in my life every big decision i've ever made Mm -hmm. was a good one yeah i don't regret any big decision i've ever made and i don't think i think that really goes to show just life in general is really that's how it is yeah yeah i don't really regret any big decision either little decisions i've regretted but actually i don't really because that got me here and i'm fine no regrets no regrets you have no regrets in this life no so how do you know when you're ready you don't really know you just do it i think if you're asking the question then you are yeah then you are just whoever you are you're ready just know that Abby and Rachel are saying, do it. Do it. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work it's out. It's going to be great, though. It's going to be great for you. I yeah. promise. Yeah. All right. This person says, my mom is cheating on my dad and I don't know what to do. Tell him. Oh, I have so many questions. Tell him. How do you know that? Tell him. <laughs> we'll always be at my advice. You can write a letter to them. You can, or your dad, right? the dad doesn't know yeah Yeah, anonymously write a letter you can write a letter to them him uh but yeah ultimately you should tell your dad i said yeah or ask another family member or something sorry i keep no i was gonna say no you're fine you're just thinking about it um i always say like people i always tell them like don't let the person live in the lie um unless like you think your dad is going to like kill your mother (laughs) like Oh, yeah. That's what I, I have, like, so many questions because I feel like I can't just answer. I mean, obviously, the answer is Tell they them. need to know. However, you could also. I know people that are in these types of sticky situations will go, like, 
this person could go to their mom and be like, if you don't tell dad. I will. I will. Then you give them the chance. To come clean. To Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would always tell. Maybe that first. I've told my friends. I've told all my friends. If I find out you're cheating, I will give you a chance to tell your significant other or else I will tell them. And I have no problem doing that. But if you're scared of getting stuck in the middle, anonymously tell them. I would go. I would go talk to your mom first. Yeah. This. Yes. And then, yeah, what Rachel said. If they don't come clean, you clean it for them. Because you also, you do not want to be in the middle of your parents. Like, that sounds very tumultuous. Parents aren't. They're just human. We, I feel like as you're raised as a kid, you're like, whatever your parents say is truth and gold and they're the smartest. And as you get older, you realize they don't know what they're doing either. No one knows what they're doing. Yeah. Like, your parents are supposed to not, like, put your kids, they're not supposed to put kids in the middle of stuff. They're not supposed to use them as pawns and divorce and whatnot. But they do that because they're just human. And if they haven't figured out their brain yet or their mental health yet they're not gonna it's not gonna magically be fixed when dealing with their kids i think that's one of the biggest epiphanies in life as you get older is realizing that your parents that realization that your parents don't have it all together and they don't have all the answers and they're just normal regular people who that's that can be really shocking to a lot of people yeah yeah so when people are like respect the elderly i'm like they got to give me something to respect first. <laughs> like, I yeah. have to, I'm not going to be rude to them, but just because someone is older doesn't mean they have more answers. Age does not constitute knowledge. Wisdom. Correct. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Next one. How do you know if you have a crush on somebody? If you're constantly thinking about you them, you feel it in your private parts. <laughs> <laughs> You want to kiss them. You know you have a crush on them when you want to feel wanna. what their lips feel like on yours. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I was just going to be like, if you're just like constantly thinking. Because sexual attraction, I think, is different than the crush. I think they, they can go hand in hand. But I think like you could be like extremely sexually attracted to someone but not have a crush on them. Yeah, I guess. Like if you're emotionally, not sexually. Like-, like you'd be like, that person's hot as fuck. But you can hate them as a human. And I don't think you have a crush on them. I just think you're appreciating that they're hot as fuck. But yeah. also, I think, or you could just really want to be friends with someone and not find them sexually attractive. But I think, yeah, if they make your privates tingle, if you want to know what they taste like and you can't stop thinking about them. Yeah. And they're like, Maybe the like thought of them like, kind of makes you smile. You want to like hold their hand. Yeah. I think that the thought of them I went makes very you aggressive s- immediately, but I guess I'm, I'm now I'm backtracking a little bit because I know <laughs> there are people out there that identify as like asexual yeah all across the board so i think if you're constantly thinking about them the thought of them makes you smile and then if you're not asexual and you get a little a little butterflies when you when you think about oh yeah butterflies are good yeah i think your body kind of tells you yeah your body will tell you yeah the end the end all right your answer there you go (laughs) you got a crush on me yeah (laughs) Uh, <laughs> someone asked do i need to shave the answer is no no um i read that <laughs> i actually i just read earlier today on my i think it was on uber facts yeah 99 percent of women shave but wait, I, I can bring it up do you have your phone it was it was just saying just how like shitty and we society made it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, were you looking at? It was in the, it's in the U.S. though. Only the U.S. Was that the, 
I think like BuzzFeed put out something that was like, wait, no, orgasm can clear a stuffy nose. That was yesterday's. There's nothing for today. I think you're looking at BuzzFeed because they posted. Sexy. They posted a thing that was like uh, things that women are judged for, but don't don't think twice about men. I don't want one of them with shaving. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was that. I would say you knew what you want. It is your body. Um, If you're a dude and you're like, I would like you to give me head. And she's like, I cannot handle how much pubic hair you have. It gets in the way. Oh, my gosh. I would suggest if you want head to to trim that. That's nice. And don't make her feel bad. No. And vice versa. If if you've got a full bush as a woman and you're like, hey, go down to me. And they're like, the, the hair is literally just tickling my nose the whole time. Trim it down if you want head. But you don't have to do just because like it is your body. You do not have to shave at all. I used to shave my arms and now I don't. And nothing has changed in my life. No, (laughs) I don't. It doesn't matter. I genuinely don't know what like it's still an underlying internalized understanding as women that we are perceived as sexier if we are shaven. Yeah, that is why I still do it like. I and I've I'm extremely sexually attracted to you and I've seen you without armpit hair and with full grown armpit hair. It did absolutely nothing changed for me. Uh, I think you're probably fibbing a little bit. I'm not. <laughs> I'm ju- your armpits do not determine how sexy I think you are. Right. No, I know. But like it's do you know what I'm saying though? Like that is just how society has it's so deeply ingrained in us that like and not even just like sexiness and it's also perceived as like cleanliness yeah i guess it is perceived as clean well yeah because i guess i'm the same like why are we doing something that takes more time there's literally no reason to do that except for what we what we think other people will think of us yeah i like the feeling of when i'm shaved like my legs i know i do like this i do like the smooth i like the feeling smooth yeah i've thought about that as men it was with men though too like, I didn't, I don't like how scruffy men are. Yeah, I don't like chest hair. I hate chest hair. I hate I like it. like chest hair. So, like. I don't like when you can see it popping out of their t-shirts. I don't like that either. You can shave or not shave. It doesn't matter. I personally, I do perceive it as cleanliness, but I think that's because the guys I've seen that are super hairy also don't, they just don't have good hygiene either. Like, they don't take, it does, for me, it looks like someone's not taking care of themselves. Mm. But. And just, I think that's yeah. why when you're... I'm just not attracted to men. That's why. I yes. But that's why I was thinking, like, maybe that when you have armpit hair, like, it doesn't bug me because I know you're cleanly. You still smell fantastic whether you have armpit hair or not. So maybe, yeah. like, I'm just not seeing it. I, I don't, don't know. know. You do not have to shave. And if someone doesn't want to get with you because you're not shaved, then don't get with them. And that's it. I mean, if you are asking if you should or not, it sounds like you don't want to. Then don't do it. Which means then just don't and experiment with that a little bit. Maybe yeah. don't shave just your legs. Maybe don't shave just your armpits. Whatever you shave, <sighs> don't do one of them and see how you feel about it. Or yeah, I hope you have a lot of friends that are supportive. Yeah, if they try to make you feel dumb, make them feel dumb. No, <laughs> don't do that. That's, well, that's not good I, advice. That's, it's not. No, it's like uh, if you shave out your armpits and your friends are like, "Why are you gross?" That is just. You should get new friends if someone yes. says that to you. Well, yes, but also just be like. I don't know. I just be like, why do you feel like I need to shave? Why are my armpits any of your business? Just kind of put it back on them. Don't defend yourself. Put it back on them is what I was meaning to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Before we move on to the next question, 
Let's check to see if we have another sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor! All right. How do you tell your partner you've got a foot fetish? They just tell them. Hmm. I would say hmm. if I was, if you've been in you know, this relationship for a while and they have no idea, just be like, next time like any sexual conversation comes up or whatever, I hope you guys have an open communication just in life, but just be like, hey, just so you know, I'm kind of into foot stuff if you ever want to try that with me. Yeah. But no I, pressure if you don't. Like, just kind of just put it out there a little bit. Yeah, I, I would say don't, if you have like any sort of fetishes, tell your person like pretty early on. Oh yeah, don't try and hide it. Because one, you're admitting to that, like you feel guilty about whatever you are into and if, by uh, not saying it early on because you're ashamed of like how they're going to take it or like you think you need to hide it. And also it's just not fair to your partner to not know certain things about you Yeah, that not might make or break the relationship, but might have changed. Like those are just things you should talk about early on. Like on your first date, you don't have to say that. Yeah, but not on your first date, but like let me see them feet, girl. If, yeah, <laughs> if you're like, <laughs> if you've been dating for a couple weeks or a couple months and you feel like this is really going well and you weren't completely scared off, I, I don't think those, there are just certain things you should not bring up on first dates. And that maybe is, I mean, you can if you want, if you really just want to go straight out there. Um, but yeah. Oh, is this person asking because they do? How do you tell your partner you've got a foot fetish? I okay, think so they probably have a foot they fetish. Do, yeah. Listen, there's I don't think there's anything wrong with a, a like a fetish where everyone is consenting and it's not harming anybody. Like if you got a knee fetish, get some. Like just, What like, does that mean? Or I'm just saying like be, I'm just saying like that probably is be, a thing. I'm sure it is. Ever like everything's a thing at some point. But I think with things like that, like there's no harm in it and people I think it's just become this like joke that doesn't need to be a joke I don't know Emily and I've talked a lot about foot fetishes because we have never the statistics this is why we talk about it it's apparently like one in three or one in six people have a foot fetish but neither of us have ever met someone with one and we're like therefore people are keeping it quiet because they're probably not yeah they're probably not being honest so when we're a group of 10 people sometimes her and I look at each other like who do you think has it (laughs) it's not me I wouldn't be ashamed to admit that, but yeah. I, it's not me. I mean, I don't mind feet at all. I don't either, but I like to sometimes hold Rachel's toes. <laughs> I have big gaps like, like holding hands. Um, feet never have grossed me out. I'll massage people's feet, like not everyone, anyone's feet, but like my person's feet. But it doesn't, it doesn't like, it, there's no sexual attraction toward. But if there was, it wouldn't be a bad thing. It doesn't matter. Like to me, you it's know. like boobs or butts. Yeah. Why I, did we make? Why guess, did we make those you don't sexual? Say, yeah. Why? Well, yeah, I don't know. I why, don't know. How did we make a butt sexual? Um, you poop out of it. It has a hole. And is I, that why? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's something that you can put something else into. Oh. I has, don't have. I, I don't know. I'm not a. Anyway, I, I love butts, but I love boobs the advice. most. You love boobs the most? I love boobs the most. I think I'm pretty split, but I I think I might be more butts. Oh, my gosh. Well, that works out, I guess. Yeah. Actually, I don't have a butt, though. You do. I love it so oh, much. Oh, you're crazy. You have fantastic boobs. See, I, the reason I'm, like, scared to say, like, I'm more into butts yeah, is because I don't... are fantastic. I don't want you to think that I am not fully appreciating your boobs. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think that. Okay, That's not what God. I think. That's not what I think at all, no. All right, because I think, as in general, is how I'm thinking of it. Okay. And yes. butts. 
generally, not specifically yours. Actually, I don't know. I'm trying to think like what I would try and check out the most, but I really don't know. I think I'm pretty split. I'm pretty like even. Boobs all the way, man. <laughs> Which is weird because I don't have that many boobs. I think my butt is better than my boobs. But it doesn't matter the size of them. It doesn't. No. It could be. What matters? Teeny tiny. They're just all beautiful. I love you. <laughs> I just want to <laughs> suck on them. <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on. Um, every girl I talk to ends up ghosting me. I don't know why. Tips? Um, I'm going to say if every single girl ends up ghosting you, you need to take a look inward. How many girls are we talking? Like you're saying every, like 10 or like three? Because I know when you're getting ghosted, twice could feel like so much. Yeah, that's But maybe that, those were just two flukes. Um, I think ghosting has a lot more to do with the people that are ghosting you that's what i'm saying if it's ever like, if it's been like 20 girls that's uh, that, that's then the thing you is, gotta take a I look need, at yourself i need to know in order to answer that accurately it would depend on whether or not it's you or them depends on how many there have been i think what rachel yes. said so but ghosting typically is being done because the person that ghosts is flaky uh talking talk. to someone yeah. else or not over their ex yeah, that's a big one. Um, or they're sure about their sexuality. Or they're just immature and they don't know how to say like, hey, I'm not feeling it. Or hey, something else came, came up or whatever. They just like are very immature and can't communicate. Yeah. But because like ghosting is the easiest way to get out of something without having I've to. definitely done it a couple times. Babe. Yeah. 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 Not to you, obviously. Clearly, I'm right here. <laughs> sorry to those out there that I've ghosted. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I don't know. You you might actually watch this. We're not Whatever. sure. I'm kind of glad you did it. Now we're here. They might have tried to persuade there you. There weren't not. many. So if you think you're one, you're probably not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but if you have 10, 20 girls who just straight, straight up ghost you, um, I'm going to say you need to figure out what you're doing. Are you not continuing the conversation? Do you think you're like a nice person, but really you're being a dick? Um, there's a lot of people who I've seen lately that don't hold the conversation. They just do like one word replies and then the person doesn't reply back because they're like, you're not giving me anything to work with. And then they think they've gotten ghosted because mm -hmm. they're like, well, you didn't reply back. They're like, you didn't give me anything to reply to. Yeah. You didn't seem engaged in the conversation. So are you keeping the conversation engaged? Are you being a creep? I just, I just had a flashback of a person i ghosted i want to tell the story real quick very briefly because i Police! feel like no, I no, no, no i was just gonna say um it also might like i was thinking about first dates i think after a first date you could be ghosted based on how the first date went oh god the and pressure. i went on a date with this girl who just complained about her ex-boyfriend that she still lived with the entire time what no i immediately no i could not get out of that sushi restaurant fast enough is that the girl that didn't like I had sushi no no you went, i thought you went on a date with a girl to a sushi place and she didn't like sushi and you're like i don't know what we're doing i dated here. someone who didn't like sushi i don't think i took them to get sushi did i i don't know okay but then i had to drive this girl home because she didn't have a car or did you pick I her up? like i think she got dropped off by her ex-boyfriend stop <laughs> This girl should not be on a date. I don't know. I don't know what was going on. It was really weird. Um, and so I took her home and then she was like, I, I can't wait to like hang out again. Like, 
you know, I'll, I'll, I'll drive to you next time. And I was like, all right. So, um, it was, you know, the sushi was great and good fish, good fish. The conversation was just riveting. Um, and you know, yeah, we'll see. That girl was fresh out and of I breakup. never texted her back. I never texted her again. I, I think was like, that is warranted. See, if you're that bad. So don't uh, what I, what I was going to say after that was don't talk about your ex the no. whole time. Don't complain. And don't tell them that you live with them still, if that's the case. Because no. that's just not going to Yes. Go one thing well. my friends are, have been talking about uh, dating apps and whatnot. And one thing I will never stress more is don't be super negative when first meeting someone. Yes. Like, oh, my gosh. Don't yes. talk about the things you don't like. Don't talk about what you're not looking for. Don't complain about other relationships, your past. Don't complain. Be very positive. Yeah, I think. Talk about what you want out of life, what you want out of a person and not because and be like, well, I want someone who's really like, you know, uh, spontaneous because my ex is or like or don't bring up your ex at all on the first date, yeah. even the second date. Just nobody about wants to know. You probably shouldn't be going on a date anyways if you want to bring up your ex. Yes. If you're trying to bring up your ex in any conversation, you you're not over them. yet. No, then, then just, you should be just dating. relax for like a couple more weeks. You'll be fine. Yes. Um, yes. Just be positive. That's what I've always talked about. What you love, what you're excited about in life. Don't be a negative person. Don't no be one, a negative Nancy. No one is attracted to that. Well, there are some and you don't want to be with that type of person. No shade on Nancy's out there. It's just just saying. <sighs> Sorry, Nancy. Um, how do I get her to like me? Here's my piece of advice. Eat her if out. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're actively trying to convince someone to like you, you probably shouldn't be with that person <laughs> or eat her out. <laughs> uh, um, no, I've always said if someone doesn't want to be with me, I'm never going to try to convince them to be with me. Right. Wait, I'm not so going to change who I am. How do you, what do you mean get them to like you? Have like they already if, like, do they not know that you exist? They, Is this like in a group of friends where like they don't really, if you, not into you, if they're, if you've been friend zoned, you're better off being their friend. Or if you don't want to be their friend, that's fine. Then don't be their friend. But like convincing someone to be in a romantic relationship with you, I don't think ever really works out. Yeah. Is this like someone that you're trying to date or just someone that you... To me, that sounds like you've been trying to date this person. They don't want to date you. No, oh, I initially took it as there's this girl. Oh, like how do, that, like, well, then how do met, you met or like in a group of friends and like I want to like. Oh, for me, I want to like impress them. Oh, I would just ask them out. These questions are too vague. I'm sorry, babe. We need here. No, it's give... not you. Okay. And it's not them. <laughs> Next time, give us really. This is why the are you are you the asshole? Are are they really good? Because it's a whole story. Yeah. That's with a true. lot of detail. I have a couple of those we could read, but I feel like we can't good give good advice if it's well, a one sentence. <laughs> I feel like we're giving a generic advice for people with gen, gen, Yeah, generalized state. So like if you have been friends with someone and you can't seem like you've been trying to pursue them and they're just like not for it, then they're not for it. Yeah, yeah. You cannot S stop it. You can't convince someone to like no. you if you just met someone or like you know like a bartender that you see every once in a while and you're like how do i get them to like me ask them out just yeah. ask them out and see if it works out confidence is everything not it cockiness is. no i didn't say cockiness no i said i stay humble confidence <laughs> uh yes so just straight up be like hey uh i like you would you like to go on a date with me 
Or just be like, hey, you want to get a drink sometime? That's it. Yeah. Just don't even be like, hey, I would like to take you on a date. Just like, hey, you want to go grab some food? And see how it goes. It doesn't need to be a big thing. Um, but don't try and convince someone to like you who doesn't like you. That's just never I mean, you're not going to. It's not going to work. No. So you'll just be heartbroken in the end anyways and, and really bitter. Yes. That's all it is. Um, this person wants to know how to kiss. How would you explain verbally how to kiss? I've always been a really good kisser, so I don't know. I never had to learn. I just did it. I don't think I ever had to learn either. I don't think most people do. Like, it's kind of it just, just comes natural. naturally. It's yeah. just like sex. Like there, there are like things you can do. I don't know. Like as you do it more, you kind of get better at or like learn things. But like the initial just kissing should just like sex. It should just happen. It can just happen. I don't. I never really like think about it. How to kiss? How yeah, to, that's why I was like, how. How would you explain it? No one ever explained it to me. I just did it. Like make out? I don't know. Or like kiss, like kiss the lips. Perk them. I mean, that's just a peck. All you got to do is touch your lips to their lips. But don't go in Remember tongue when they first. called it French kissing? Why? People still say that still? French okay. kissing? I'm all Frencher. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? French kissing. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, with yeah. tongue. Yeah. Yeah. I think people, people don't just, say that anymore. I think people just call it making out now. Yeah. I don't know. Tonguing. Don't go tongue first. Let's get. No, 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 no. Don't go tongue first. Your teeth shouldn't be involved. Unless you're doing a soft bottom lip bite. But that's don't do too much of that. That's just like once. That's a a very specific. To bite someone's lip really hard. No, I said a soft. I know. I'm I'm just thinking about how. (laughs) Don't bite my lip off. Those people are very specific. Oh, yes. Um. Start off gentle, and as the passion rises, then kind of, I don't want to say the word aggression rises. Oh, no, it's just more like, yeah, what's what's less aggressive of a word for aggression? Um, Passionate. I, would passionate I use the word in, initiate, initiation? Initiation. I would say start off, start off gentle, like if you're just easing into it, if you're just trying to start off slow, smooth, gentle, and then as... The intensity rises. Yeah. The, the passion of the kiss should rise as well. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That, oh, yeah. It made sense to me. Okay. I, was, I was just following through with that. Yeah. I was like. You just thinking about it? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, here are a little more in-depth one. People DM'd me some stuff. Fantastic. Um, all right. Hi. I'm in my early 20s, female, finishing my degree. I have never been on a date or have been asked out or anything. Wait, how old are they? 20. Okay. They're in early 20s. Um, I've only, quote unquote, liked two people, both male, but I'm unsure of everything. Additionally, I am extremely introverted, school orientated, orientated, okay, Um, and very school oriented, oriented, yep, and very risk averse. Any advice on how to put myself out there? Um, Do you, Uh, you might, I don't want to say that they're asexual, but if they like are in their early 20s and they haven't really ever liked somebody. You said two people. She said, quote unquote, liked. Yeah. Does that mean because. But if you're trying to unsure of things like because you said they were both men. Yeah. But you're saying you're unsure that maybe you're not attracted to men and you're attracted to women or you're attracted to both or you're not attracted to either. I think therapy. I think you need to learn more about yourself. 
I think that that's, I think you need to figure out exactly like what you want. I wonder if the people that actually write these will watch this and know that we're talking about their questions. I hope so. I always wonder that. I don't know. But I would say before you try and bring in someone else, figure out what type of person you're trying to bring in. I feel like therapy. I feel like explore a little bit. Read some articles, watch some videos, talk to a therapist. Talking to friends. I mean, like having a community of people that know you and love you, Mm. I would say can be helpful. Yeah. Because they can give you maybe some insight on things about yourself that maybe you don't even realize from an outside's perspective because it's hard when when it's your brain to not be kerfluffled by your own thoughts and emotions. Talk to some people. Yeah, hopefully you have like friends and I mean, you're in school, so I, w- I would assume you've made friends, maybe not, but make some friends, join a class, join a club, find an online community of people. Get it's out there. It's okay a to bit. be single. No, you don't have to. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. I've, I've known people who were single until they were like 36 and then met someone and then got married and had a kid. Wow. <laughs> like, sometimes it just takes time. Yeah. But they did have to go to therapy and put themselves out there to get, make that happen. You can't sit in your room and yeah, I know expect Prince Charming to come through. Introversion is a real thing. Again, something I I just don't relate personally to feeling super introverted. I'm like that in between. You're an outgoing Ext- introvert. You, I'm an extroverted introvert. Yeah, you're an outgoing introvert. You have to charge by yourself, but, but I'm very you comfortable. Love going out. Yeah, I'm very comfortable putting myself out there. So it's hard to give advice. Yeah. Because I feel like it's going to sound really um, like. Oh, just do it. Uns- insensitive for yeah. me to be like, oh, just do it. But like, I understand that a lot of people struggle with introvert. Not, 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 not that introversion is a struggle, but like it is hard to be social sometimes when you're more introverted than extroverted. Yeah. Um, and that can that can definitely hold you back with meeting people. So, yeah. Um, find another introvert. Hang out with them. Just like knock on doors, <laughs> which is the last thing That's you want to do. That's a super extroverted thing to do. <laughs> Just knock on doors. Excuse me. I'm an introvert. That's why I said join like online, ch- like go to find an online community. I've seen a lot of introverted people because um, it's easier to talk when there's a screen between you and they build relationships with people and then they eventually meet and they know each other already. Mm-hmm. And like that is a totally fine way to meet people. There's no right or wrong way to make a friend. Um, yeah. Also. So if it's easier to do that than do that. I, I'm just thinking about um, the one gal that we met in at Wild Rose. Um, I was gonna say not promoting drinking, but <laughs> if you have a little bit of social anxiety, um, I feel like the bar scene can be a really safe place to be. I'm gonna say even if you're not drinking, just know everyone else is drunk. Yeah, you can go and not even drink. Like you don't have to go and get wasted you don't have to drink at all if you don't feel comfortable with that but that atmosphere does allow people are a little bit more you know loose and and comfortable with themselves and you can start conversations with the bartenders with the person sitting next to you if someone is playing pool like yeah and drunk people will just talk to you because they they don't care and then you'll get some like you'll be it's easier to talk to a drunk person so i've always thought that we were at yeah we were at um wild rose wild rose and we met up with like uh someone who knew who Rachel was and she was telling us that this was her first time ever going out to a bar and she had fun and she had she, a freaking blast she was dancing she was tearing it up on the dance floor her name is Sarah yeah she was hi Sarah it. um yeah what a sweetheart 
I really was like inspired by her to just like get out of her comfort zone. Yeah, she just she straight up had never been in a bar before and just she sat there up. by herself until we got there for like an hour. I think she yeah, said, and I think she had fun. She grabbed a beer. She was just you know hanging out, and I think so. Be be Sarah. <laughs> be Sarah. It's Everyone, hard. go be Sarah. It's not as uncomfortable as you think it is. Look, what's just, the worst? You can literally happen? go sit there by yourself and drink a soda water or take a shot and, and just like people watch yeah literally always think like what is the worst that can happen if it's a bruised ego just do it like the what is the worst that can I, happen i would say if you are will if you're gonna go out with a with a positive attitude and you're willing to put yourself out there you will end up talking to someone yeah like it actually be very difficult for you to sit alone by yourself yeah if you if you're like in that mindset yeah. If you're if you're going into it like closed off and negative. Yeah. Then yeah, it's not going to work out. But yeah. Anyways. All right. Last one. Here's a long one. It gives explanation. Okay. So you can, okay. Okay. Good. How do I, an 18 year old lesbian, get over a crush on my childhood best friend of 10 years, who is a bisexual 19 year old female, after she politely rejected me? Context. Oh my god. Context. We've hooked up multiple times, both before and after I admitted my feelings to her. She was my first kiss and my first time. She is also the first person I've ever knowingly had a crush on. When I admitted feelings for her, she was extremely kind about it. And after taking it over and thinking about it for a while, she told me she didn't want to risk the friendship, which I sort of understood. So now the friendship has continued as normal. And she recently has gotten a boyfriend and talks about him all the time, which really, really hurts. I don't want to lose her as a friend because she's one of my few friends and I, that I have and I genuinely love our friendship, but I don't know what to do because I really wish she would be with me. You need to, okay, one, y'all should not be hooking up, especially after you've admitted feelings. Yeah, I don't know. That part right there was confusing to me. Like, she's you, using you explained your feelings. And she's like, no, nah, thanks, but let's Kindly, fuck. well, kindly. Yeah. But then- there should have been a very clear boundary then from then point that point on on your end and on her end to be like i can't do that to myself and she should like understand that she can't be doing that to you either yeah if she's um, like i don't want to risk the friendship by dating but then is still willing to fuck you right i think she, i think you guys need well, to take hard. a break they, from your friendship for a moment they were friends for a while i could see how things could get confusing cuz yes. maybe this friend likes liked the attention. Yeah. But didn't want the full commitment. And that's yeah. why she continued to kind of like allow the hookups to still happen is because she kind of wanted that validation and like knowing that her friend really liked her. Yeah. Um, boosts your ego, but it's not healthy. No. Honestly, you're probably not going to go over her until you find someone else. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think you should take a break from the friendship just for a little bit because it's really hard to heal or get over someone when they are in your face every day i would take just My like dog a, is barking it's because she's emily low is, growling emily is outside with sorry if you guys with daisy um she's going to the backyard she's fine you're fine so i you think you need to take some time yes and especially because if she has a boyfriend that's just not gonna feel no. good at all and and that she keeps continually talking about and like to you means that she doesn't care genuinely respect your feelings enough no. to know that you don't give a fuck. <laughs> I yeah, and like, that's yeah. I would say take a break for a little bit, find and not, be like, I just need some space to get over you because I really do enjoy our friendship. Um, so I just need to step back and 
like heal a little bit. And if she loves you and she is a kind person, she'll respect that. And then hopefully you can get over her and then you can be friends again and have a normal friendship. But I really don't think you're just going to be able to hang out with her and hear talk about her boyfriend every day and then no, eventually you get won't, over her. You'll never get over it. You'll be stuck in that like you'll be stuck in those feelings for you a really long time. Um, you um, really you really do need to, some space. Um, but that's that's always my advice. Getting over anybody, any breakup, anything at all. Space. Yeah. Space and time. And maybe like in the future, if she continues to stay with this guy, which I know you don't want to think about, but if you can think about the future a little bit further, you'll probably end up meeting someone that you really, really end up liking. And maybe yeah. all of you guys can be friends and that can be like a healthy sort of with boundaries put up. Yes. That can be. Because you you're, yeah, you're definitely for you. You're not going to find someone. I don't think uh, like if you started dating someone tomorrow, she'd be cool with your best friend being someone that you're in love with and have hooked up with multiple times. Like, well, yeah, if you decided to tell them all that uh, stuff, you should tell them th the truth that. Right. Yeah. But anyway, that's it. I think that's all the time. We that have was a for deep today. one. It was. I like those ones. You can they give, give us the more of those ones. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll do that next time. I like it, too. All right. I love you guys, baby. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. You're gorgeous. You're gorgeous. I like your lips, <gasps> your boobs and your butt. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel so good. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. If you have any other advice or if you have any other things you need advice on, please comment them below or DM them to me on Instagram. Please subscribe, follow, and you're wonderful people. I love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet where you can find the uncensored version of me, Rachel Ballinger. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please like, subscribe, or follow, or do whatever this platform tells you to do so that you can get notified every time I post a new episode. Love ya! Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.